0: Have you ever pulled over to, like, help a stranded motorist?
1: Maybe once or twice. Really?
0: Yeah, just, it
1: feels good to help.
0: Well, um, <laughs> it might not after one of our stories today.
1: Oh, well, also, if you decide to steal a car... Where's the last place that you should go?
0: Hmm.
1: One Freak will show us. All
0: right, and if you're in the market for a Jeep convertible, hmm. you might want to look somewhere other than Pensacola. I'll
1: hold that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show.
0: Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida
1: Freak Show! Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell.
0: And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if
1: you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here And we have some of those to share, don't we, Kirsten?
0: We do, as always. (gasps) Ripped from the the headlines. headlines. Our first story comes to us from the Orlando Sentinel. Ah. A man driving on I-75 last month lost control of his Nissan Sentra and collided with a barrier wall on the interstate. The driver and his passenger were stranded on the median when a mother and her adult daughter pulled over to... Do their good deed for the day and try to help out. Well, that's nice. But instead of giving them a hearty thank
1: you, mm.
0: the two men instead carjacked the Good Samaritans. What? Pulling a gun on the women and forcing themselves into the lady's car. Oh, boy. They made the women drive them all the way to Tampa, about half an hour away. And then after dropping off the carjackers, the victims immediately drove straight to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's oh. Department and reported the incident. FHP is still looking for the carjackers. And of course, if you know anything about it, you can call Tampa Bay Crime Stoppers at 800 873 TIPS. Well,
1: now I can't wait to help somebody on the side of the road. Right? Right? <laughs>
0: You know, no good deed goes unpunished.
1: Oh, no. It definitely seems to be that way. But it, this is just awfully here that these two men would pull a gun on people trying to help them out. It's awful.
0: Yeah. First of all, I'm surprised that these women would do this. Yep. I mean, as as a woman myself, mm-hmm. I recognize that I can be a little bit vulnerable sure. at times. yep. I'm not pulling over to help some guys on the side of the road. No. Sorry. I'll call 911 for them, maybe, if they look (laughs) like they need it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, you know, funny thing about this story is, Mm. so the women hijacked or or carjacked at gunpoint, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Drive these guys, but apparently, like, have this lovely conversation with them. The men talk about how they're, you know, they got lost when they got out of Lakeland, Mm. needed a ride to Tampa. Like, small talk with carjackers?
1: It feels a little like Stockholm Syndrome, like, really, like, set in early on
0: that. Yeah, is, is this a carjacking, or is this just, like, a really aggressive hitchhiker
1: oh yeah yeah aggressive uber right
0: uh, well i mean i'd like to think if you're driving the uber you're getting paid yeah, yeah. i don't know if they got a tip or anything <laughs> right right five stars definitely <laughs>
1: only in florida will someone carjack you for helping them out though right yeah i guess i have to make a habit now of writing down the license plate and making model of every car that i decide i want to give a jump for or uh fix a tire I don't want to live in that world.
0: (laughs) No, or just don't pull over and help, which also is, you know, you don't want to live in that world either, right? But when Mm. everybody's a jerk like me, (laughs) you know, the funny thing is, um, so I looked up the address, Mm. the intersection where these guys get dropped off. Yep. It's like a residential neighborhood near USF. Oh, come on. It's not like they're dropping them off downtown and they could disappear anywhere. Right. They dropped him off in a residential neighborhood. Like the cops should not this this shouldn't be too hard of a case to crack.
1: It really shouldn't. I don't I feel like this isn't gonna be a cold case or anything, right?
0: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I I, it depends on those tips.
1: We'll see what happens. (laughs) Send in your tips.
0: Our next story comes to us from First Coast News. Ah. And when Timothy Wolf showed up at Lake City Chrysler Dodge Jeep last month, Mm. he wanted to trade in his car for a new one. Oh. Not unusual, right? No, no, no. So dealership staff began the trade-in process. Right. And that's when they discovered something a little unusual. Mm. They logged the VIN and discovered that the car had actually been stolen. Uh Uh-oh. From the very same dealership. What? Just two days earlier. Oh, no. Obviously, employees at the dealership called the police who arrested Wolf. To his credit, mm. Wolf did admit to stealing the car. Oh! He was charged with grand theft auto, dealing in stolen property, criminal mischief, and petty theft.
1: Well, this definitely takes some balls and not <laughs> that many brain cells. Really right to do this?
0: Yeah. No. It's 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 an unusual an unusual case. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess in this case, the dealership didn't cry wolf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's his last name. You yeah,
1: say. we're so punny tonight.
0: So so if you've got a Chrysler dealership in yes. your town, mm. if your town's big enough for a Chrysler Dodge Jeep dealership, mm-hmm. is your town not big enough to have a whole bunch of sketchy used car lots too?
1: Oh yeah, it would definitely have that.
0: So why would you? not return the car to a sketchy used car lot i don't know i, I mean you're probably not getting as good of a trade-in value sure.
1: well i always thought the rule number one is that you don't return to the scene of the crime true. Right? and Very especially true. to try and sell your car back to your victims just a couple of days later seems like a bad idea
0: So, talking about returning to the scene of the crime, apparently they weren't aware that the crime had happened. What? My my favorite part about this story is that the dealership didn't even realize the car had been stolen in the first place until they ran the VIN. Oh, man. And then, like a little head-scratcher for them, they're like, well, gall-darn it. (laughs) apparently this is our vehicle this
1: supposed to be on our lot. so
0: then they had to actually go back to our their surveillance video and that's where they saw the car getting stolen oh boy had no clue that the car was even missing for two days wow which makes me think it was probably not a particularly high value car <laughs> probably you know, it was like not. a 79 chevette probably or stuck
1: way in the back of the lot
0: right yeah <laughs> it's not the one they've got right on the side of the road yeah
1: I wonder though if they uh, did the old car salesman trick where they keep you around and sweat out, uh, try to sweat <laughs> out a deal, and then surprise—here's the cops to arrest you for stealing our car.
0: Instead of surprise, my manager says I can knock another five hundred dollars yeah, off. I'm the price walking of the out of car. here,
1: and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the deal is so much better. Oh
0: my goodness! Where was that
1: manager all this time ago?
0: Oh, those managers are hard to track they down. They really are. They're, They're wily. All-
1: They're always out. They're They're always out and about.
0: They're always out having a coffee. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is he came so close to this being the perfect crime. Nobody even knew it was stolen.
1: You gotta not come back to the same place. I mean, I know that it's tempting since you pulled it off the first time, but in this case...
0: You could have, yeah, you could have gotten off Scott Brady. I'm guessing he wanted to upgrade, right? Mm, I mean, he probably saw a much nicer car on the lot when he was stealing this car. And by the way, I checked like every news story I could find. I could not find out what kind of car this was that that he stole and nobody noticed was stolen. But I'm guessing he wanted to upgrade um, perhaps a a fancier car that he saw on the lot.
1: It's sort of like that old urban legend of trading a, a paperclip and getting a house. Oh, yeah. Like, you just keep trading it and trading it, trading it. Maybe that's what he thought. He's like, oh, I'll... I'll you start know, with st- the 79 Shabbat.
0: I'll work my way up to like an 86 LeBaron.
1: Ooh, there you go. And
0: then, you know, next thing Was you know... Was that John
1: Voice LeBaron?
0: Maybe. No. Next thing you know, he's got like a Ferrari or something.
1: Mm, that would be pretty cool. <laughs>
0: that- <laughs>
1: I mean, I know he's stealing stuff, but if he pulled that off... Be pretty awesome. I
0: uh, I I honestly can't find the flaw in his plan.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, our next story comes to us from the Smoking Gun. Ah, and um, let's just say September was a rough month for car dealerships in Florida. Sounds like it. Uh, a customer who was car shopping at Bob, to- Bob uh, easy for me to say, car <laughs> shopping at Bob Tyler Toyota, not. Bob Toiler Toyota uh, <laughs> in Pensacola discovered a woman in the backseat of a 2010 Jeep Wrangler that was on the car lot for sale. Oh, and she was naked from the waist down and pleasuring herself.
1: Well,
0: apparently, 37-year-old Alexis King had done some pretty serious damage, including breaking the Jeep's radio. And also getting a really nasty stain on the back seat. Oh. Uh, the Jeep went straight to detailing, and a manager estimated that King had caused $1,300 in damages to the Jeep. Wow. King was charged with burglary, criminal mischief, indecent exposure, and providing police with a false name. Mm. Uh, the Jeep, by the way, was back on the dealership's website just a few days later. It was available for about twenty-three grand.
1: Oh. Well, I guess you could say she left an impression on that car or or something, definitely.
0: She left something in it because uh, a witness in the actual police report was quoted saying that the car smelled so awful that it had to go straight into detailing. Oh,
1: that that does sound Uh, awful.
0: Yeah, and apparently also left an impression on the customer as well because, you know, it was somebody who was just shopping for a car who Mm. found this perhaps somebody looking to steal a car and return it later who knows it's florida anything could anything could be you know
1: i yeah i guess i i can't believe how much damage she did in such a short amount of time right thirteen hundred dollars that is one self-help session right
0: there (laughs) so so here's my question it
1: might be cheaper though than like going to a therapist
0: oh well yeah Not, not for one session though right yeah, well, it depends on whether you have insurance or not, and how good your plan is. Let's yeah, face it. Right. How is an eleven-year-old Jeep, yeah, with about eighty-five thousand miles on it, worth twenty-three grand?
1: They say they have great, you know, resale value.
0: <laughs> I mean, is that normal?
1: It does it seems a little abnormal. It, to it me. seems
0: a little high, right? But then again,
1: I'm not a Jeep enthusiast. I don't know this stuff as well as others.
0: Right. Jeeps aren't cheap. Yes. It rhymes, but they're not Jeep cheap. Jeeps ain't cheap. Jeep. Jeeps ain't cheap. Yeah. I, I feel like the twenty three grand you're paying some sort of premium for it being a viral internet vehicle yeah. at this point. Must have I been mean, a lot it's of famous. It's famous. It's like it. yeah. it's like the Kardashians of Ooh. of the Jeep world. Yeah. You know? It has its sex tape and, and now it's famous. Right.
1: And I know people <laughs> love their Jeeps, but this woman really loved this Jeep in a different way.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And in the back seat of the jeep. Mm. I mean, you and I rode across the state in the back seat of a jeep right now. Not
1: the most comfortable.
0: Oh my god, that probably the least comfortable three hours of my life. Yeah, maybe not quite that bad, but right. but bad. Yeah,
1: I felt like I was sitting like in a weird, like sort forward position. The I whole feel time. like
0: there's a more comfortable car that you could break <laughs> into and pleasure yourself. Yes, in. you know, but... something maybe with some nice. I don't know, bucket seats? I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. Something
1: just, you know, like a, a town car. It seems oh, like it would be go. just very luxurious yeah. in the backseat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, hey, I know that Jeep lovers are fond of naming their vehicles and decaling the names oh, on yeah, the sides totally. and stuff like that. That's like part of the whole accessorizing. That's a thing, right? I think the next owner should call this Jeep the Backseat Betty.
0: Oh, there you go. Backseat Betty. Now, Just available. lean into
1: it. You know, it's like hopefully they probably never find out about this thing. Hopefully the detailing goes well. But in case they do, I think you got a great story on your hands.
0: Backseat Betty could mm-hmm. be yours for yes. the low, low price of $23,000. 23, yes. <laughs> well, our last story mm. comes to us from WUSF Public Media. Oh, a little public radio nice. for you. When 68-year-old Lothar Wyman suffered a stroke in his Gainesville home, his wife was two hours away, and Lothar completely collapsed on the floor. Mm. But the former dog trainer wasn't completely alone at home. Ellie and Willie, his two German shepherds, were Uh both home. And despite a hereditary condition that gave the seven-year-old dog joint pain and lameness— Ellie opened three gate latches by herself and hobbled to a neighbor's home, started barking for attention.
1: Wow. So
0: the neighbor walks back to Lothar's house with Ellie, and that's when he discovered the medical crisis. Wow. He called 911. Lothar was whisked away to the hospital about 40 minutes later. Uh, Doctors treated him not only for a stroke, but also discovered previously undiagnosed heart problems and type 2 diabetes. Wow. Lothar is still recovering, but alive, thanks to Ellie, the German Shepherd. Way to go, Ellie! Right, a little feel-good story Uh, on the Freak Show for you.
1: It is amazing what animals can do to help out their owners. I just love that.
0: It really can. Yeah. So uh, if one of us had a stroke, (laughs)
1: lay
0: lay twitching on the floor, what would our cat do?
1: Um, probably bite and scratch us. Yeah. Until... Yeah. She
0: would just bite yeah. until she got yelled at mm-hmm. because that's what she do. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm pretty sure one of us would lose a toe. Yeah. And just bleed to death from a severed toe.
1: <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. Thanks, Sparkle. Thanks for all of your help. Way to we go, Sparkle. It. Yeah. Great cat, but I do feel like that Ellie, the German Shepherd, was like a mother with a with with a car on her kids, oh, okay. and summons up this like super canine strength, and like no longer has the limp, and it's like figures out a way. I mean, to help her human, it's just incredible to hear about this.
0: Yeah, um some people, you know, they teach their dogs to fetch. Yes, some people teach their dogs to roll over or mm-hmm. shake their little paw. Yeah. Um, This one, I guess, is the I've fallen and I can't get up trick? Perfect. Like the life alert?
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows? I think that's a great idea.
0: I think it is, too. I mean, there are dogs that can be trained. There's dogs that can be trained to detect seizures and things like that. That's just... Low blood sugar.
1: Unbelievable to me and really, really cool. And I know that we're praising Ellie here. I think this is great. But
0: what the heck happened to Willie? Oh, Willie. The other dog. I mean, did, Did he
1: just stay behind? Did he stay behind to help, or did he sleep through the whole thing? Like, what? What's up, Willie? Ellie's not looking so good in this story, buddy.
0: Yeah, Ellie's got disabilities. Yeah, and she's busting through gates and hopping like a kangaroo to get to the neighbor's house. Willie's a total slacker, like
1: trudging through every obstacle you could come come up with to save their human.
0: Uphill both ways in the snow. Willie,
1: Willie, 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 come on, buddy.
0: Willie, Willie won't go. Anyway, um. Also, not enough props given to the neighbor. Like I yes. know I know we're all gonna praise the dog because Ellie go, is neighbor. clearly a good yeah. girl. It's
1: good to be a good neighbor. And this is like a great example of that.
0: Yeah. So much like I would not stop to help the stranded motorists.
1: Yeah, we're apparently not good neighbors.
0: Um, I also like if Ellie had come over and was outside our condo yeah. barking like crazy, I would yell at her. Yeah. I'd be like Corey, what the hell is wrong with the neighbor's dog? Why is it so barky? Yeah. Um, and then I would and ignore it. And why won't it. they
1: come out here? This yeah, is ridiculous. And, and
0: I would ignore it. Yeah. I would not be the person who opened the door and went, What's that, Lassie? <laughs> Timmy fell down the well? well Let's go me. find him. Take me there. Take yeah. me to
1: her, girl? Yeah. yeah. No.
0: No, not me. I'd I just know. be like, shut up. I'm trying to take a nap.
1: I know. We're so, we're so jaded. We're we're just, yeah. It's, jaded Floridians. Yeah, we really are. Um, But, you know, good on this neighbor, though, yeah. in this whole situation.
0: The other thing that jumps out at me from this story. What's that? Lothar.
1: Lothar.
0: Lothar Wyman. Yes. Winan. Lothar is a real name that real people have?
1: (laughs) Apparently. It's not just from an SNL sketch.
0: Right? Like the first thing I thought of was Lothar of the Hill People. Lothar
1: of the Hill People. Right.
0: I am vexed.
1: I am vexed. I admit I am vexed. Much I have seen and much I have done. Go with me, will you not? (laughs) For I am Lothar of the Hill People. And I'm having some sort of stroke. I'm so sorry.
0: Well... It did say that his wife was two hours away, so yeah. Lothar, it has probably been a long time since I have walked with woman. Yes. Right? <laughs> it is very possible. I know of what you speak. Yes.
1: I. I mean, I just, I can't believe I didn't make that connection before. Yeah. I love that sketch.
0: Yeah. I love it. So thank you all for bearing with our terrible Mike Myers impressions. Hey, pretty good,
1: I think. Really? Mike Myers, Phil Hartman, John Lovitz, can't beat it. And Chris Everett was on that That Oh, um,
0: she was. She was. Yep. It was I, good stuff. I could tell you a story, but I won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really the hallmark of a really good podcast is saying, you know, I, I have a great a story about that. But I'm not going to yeah. tell you. If you
1: want her to tell you her Chris Everett story, you'll have to comment and let us know.
0: <laughs> I, I guess so. So uh, so what did we learn this week?
1: Well, I learned that if you help some Florida freaks, you do so at your own risk.
0: Oh, so true. Uh, I learned that you should probably wait at least a week before trying to trade in your stolen car.
1: Definitely a week.
0: There's a statute of limitations. Yes. Right?
1: I also learned that some freaks take the Jeep love to a whole new level oh. and a little too seriously.
0: Yeah. And I learned that in Florida, dogs aren't just man's best friend. Mm-hmm they are also their life alert bracelets in some cases. Nothing wrong with that. Well, those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And remember you, Mm. that's right, you the listener, can find and post other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State online on our Florida Freak Show Forum Facebook group.
1: That's right, listener. You can be part of this whole process. You can find it at facebook.com groups slash FLA Freak Show or just follow the link on our Facebook page. And At uh freak show.
0: Yeah, and by the way, a big thank you to Freak Show forum member Brock from Ohio, thank who was you. like our Freak Show MVP for the week, sharing Huge. a bundle of freaky Florida news that we had missed.
1: Thank you, Brock. We appreciate it so much. And don't forget, you can catch new episodes of the Florida Freak Show podcast on the second and fourth Wednesday of every month. Until then, I'm Corey O'Donnell,
0: and I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly.
1: Goodbye.